Welcome into Defeating the Curse. Month FP here with LP. We have a lot to discuss, a lot to go over. Caps suck. The Phoenix Suns suck. The Commanders might not suck. Uh, it's it's a lot to cover. We got the schedule. We got sort of a late draft recap. We have a lot to go over. Um, LP, how you been, man? It's It's been a while. I see you cracking open a beer. I'm in the man cave. I'm alive. I'm good. The last time we recorded was so long ago. I don't April, even know. April something. April something. It was, the it was last around time Easter. me and you recorded was March. <laughs> wow. Yeah, a lot, a lot has changed. I think the last time you and I had, were, were on a show, Tom Brady was still retired. I think, I think that's what happened. A lot has changed. But yeah, hey, I mean, Drew Brees might unretire. Did you see that? He might unretire, but I also think Fox is trying to pair Drew Brees and Sean Payton up to be their A-team analysts. That's what I think happens. Well, and then Tom Brady gets a massive uh, Fox deal when he retires. That's true too. I'd be interested to hear to hear him. Him and Peyton would be nice. Him and Peyton, or actually him and Drew. I mean, I think you would get a lot of good insight. But the problem is, none none of those three can do play by play, so they have to be separated. Well, no, there would be three people, and it'd be like a Washington football radio where everyone just talks over each other, or, or trash, the DTC or, show, or, or old trash Monday Night Football, or old DTC shows. Yeah, we're argue without the mute button. Good times. Good times. Uh, I don't know. Where do you want to start, man? We have a lot to cover. We start where our listeners care the most, which is the commanders. The commanders. Commanders. I don't the think we talked draft. Let's talk draft. Yeah, uh, let's go. What uh, is your overall grade for 2022 draft for the commanders? You know... Watching it live, I was – I started at like a C. I, I wasn't super hot on Jahan Dotson. I quickly crashed to an F. By the time you got Sam Howell in the fifth, I think with some reflection, I could give them a low B on, on the draft. I think they salvaged it by having some really strong later round picks, which has kind of been our bread and butter a couple years past now. Um but the longer I've had to chew on it and the more YouTube highlight real videos I've seen and like tweets and comments about Jahan Dotson, I truly think he might be the gem receiver in that first. There's a lot of receivers that went and he might be that like that Terry McLaurin level of just solid, good, stud elite wide receiver or, or most likely to be on that path well they they clearly went high floor low ceiling throughout the draft um i give them c minus because the second round pick i don't get it right i don't care how good this guy is you had two guys in the building you let them both walk you're about to let Dron Payne walk next season and you just drafted his replacement in the second round makes zero sense to me uh john doxson dotson I, I, I give him, yeah, I mean, I'm fine with it. I would rather have the dude from Alabama, but knowing our injury history and our trainers, like the guy's not going to get healthy with us. So I'm okay with letting him pass. Uh, I'm good with uh, Kyle Hamilton going o- away from us because I absolutely did not want him. Uh, no, I would second round, Kyle I didn't Hamilton. like. I think the tight end um, has got some game to him. He's a Cole he's a, Turner. Round yeah, five. Cole Turner. Pass catching tight end, like he's a former basketball player. He's what you look for in a tight end. Him, uh, him, him in the fifth is pretty good. Him with Logan Thomas would be a, a kind of a nice dual tight end setup. Yeah, but I don't think Logan Thomas is going to be ready until week six, seven, eight, nine. Uh, I mean, if he's ready by week one, he'll be out two, three, four. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're not coming back from an ACL under a year. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, unless you're going to go the Robert Griffin route and completely detriment, you know, the uh, thing is like ruin your career. Everyone has Adrian Peterson in their mind with that injury, and unless you're just a, a natural athletic freak that that trains and rehabs like crazy, it's not it's not going to happen. 
I mean, I Look, think I think Robert trained and and did athletic freak stuff no, and was crazy all he did and all was that. Make YouTube videos about more pressure, more diamonds. No, he, he trained. He I mean, he's still in good shape. He's, he's still running like he's fast. Sub four That's three. That's never speed. been like, his issue. Speed is not an his, issue when you have it's that body, issue. right? It's your body composition. It's your genetics. Those things like you you cannot control no matter how good you rehab. So. Yeah, I'm I mean, whatever. I, it'll pick. be good. I'm okay I'm, with that. I'm excited Again, about Fedarian um, Mathis. I, 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 you know, another Alabama D line, fine, but why in the second round? It, the guy didn't have a second round grade, and there was all that bullshit about, oh <laughs> well, you know, the agents, you know, wanted to set expectations so that if he get got drafted it earlier, that he'd be happy. Okay, maybe, but I'll, I'll, other I'll GMs it, are like, no, we didn't have that guy in the second round. I'll, I'll put it this way. Do I think Fedarian Mathis will be a good defensive lineman? Yes. Will he be better than Matt Ioannidis or Tim Settle? Probably not. We barely and even Ioannidis, gave Tim Settle a chance. Right. Like, so so Ioannidis like, – drafted him. 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 He barely played. Yeah, and he and he got taken, and, and he's going to be a starter. And he'll probably be – I'm not going to say he's going to be like Jonathan Allen level, but, I mean, he he's going to be a serviceable starter – and he was still on a cheap rookie contract. It just it doesn't make sense that you waste a draft pick on positions that we had s- still on rookie contracts, right? Like it that makes no sense, or or we didn't pick up a fifth year option or something. To me, that makes no sense unless it's just. I, I mean, I don't. I, I honestly can't figure it out. I, I have no that that for being a second round pick when you have so many more needs. That makes no sense to me. I will say going Brian Robinson in the third with a running back also doesn't really make sense. But when you have Antonio Gibson, who fumbles a lot, you bring back J.D. McKissick, who, who he's, he's not a three-down back. And then you have uh, Patterson, who's a scrub, essentially. It, it makes sense to get a running back, right? Like, it makes sense, but not in the third, right? Like, you could have... Put, you probably could have gotten him in the fourth or gotten him in the fifth. It's, he's a good running back. Like, he's yeah. a bruiser. Um, I'm, I was he, more was so okay with that because team. I'm all about getting offensive weapons. It's, it's an offensive league. Yes. Don't give me defense. Don't give me defense. Don't give me defense. Like, it's an offensive league. And we struggled on third and short. So, it's a yeah. gap. That, it was a position of need. Had. But was it a third-round position of need? I mean, if he turns out to be a stud, right, and Antonio Gibson kind of goes into some kind of hybrid role uh, receiving back or something or or has more juice in later in the game and he can kind of take over, great move. I love it. But it's questionable now. What's I think not it's questionable, more of an indication as to where the coaching staff thinks Antonio Gibson really is as a running correct. back. And I think a lot of it was his fumbling problems. I think they love him as a running back. They're just – I think they're done with the. the I'm not issues. sure they're in love with him as a running back. You know, if you look at his numbers, it tells you one thing, right? But if you look at him as, you know, the eye test, when has he looked very impressive? Sure, sure. he had a thousand yards. That's true. But not once last year we're like, wow, this guy's going to break one, or this guy's, you know, making guys miss, or this guy's carrying three guys I on mean, his back. I mean, the, the tr- truth is, is he was never a true running back. He was quote unquote converted wide receiver. So you had converted wide receiver, J.D. McKissick, undrafted Patterson as your running back room. You needed a true-to-heart running back. It, it, it was needed. So, okay, let's call that a, a good draft pick. Sam Howell in the fifth, steal of the draft, 100%. Steal of the draft. This dude was supposed to be first overall last year or something coming into the this year or whatever. He's still a see quarterback, though. Huh? He's still a UNC quarterback, right? I mean, the last UNC quarterback didn't fall out very well. We'll see. But, I mean, it it was a steal at fit, at five. It was a steal. 100%. So here, here's why I'm going to give you a C-. minus. At the beginning of the offseason, what did we say our biggest position of need was? Inside linebacker. Inside linebacker. Slash receiver. We addressed receiver. Thank you. We still have not addressed inside linebacker. Now, you can give me all this bullshit about we're going to be playing nickel and it's a passing league and no one plays three linebackers. We got crushed in the middle 
last season. We did. In the middle of the defense. We did nothing to address it. I think Where it's about? the loyalty of Ron and and him thinking Jamin Davis will have a big rebound year is, is kind of what prevented that. Yeah, and but he's, they for already, whatever reason, they already he's already given up on Jamin as the mic. Right? He's going to yeah. be outside linebacker. Which is his natural position. So Cole's going to be Mike? Yeah. Which he's not a good Mike. He's not a terrible Mike. He just needs very good supporting cast around him. But then you have uh, Percy Butler, the safety from Louisiana. We took him in the fourth. He's essentially going to be your Landon Collins, your Buffalo nickel hybrid But he's not a big guy. Position. He's not a big does, But does he have to be a big guy? You don't have to I mean, be. Generally, the Buffalo is is a, a chunkier dude who can get the running back down, who's going to blow up uh, offensive linemen when they're running downfield. That's not really him. I think they're trying to fit a square peg round hole kind of thing with with him. But I don't I don't think they're done yet. Landon Collins is still out there as a free agent. There was talks about him, you know, possibly coming back. Um, and if if that's the you know the the end plan is Landon comes back, I thought he played fantastic in Buffalo uh, nickel yeah, last I mean, year. Yeah, if right? it's if it's it bring was, him back for cheap and you just play a, a word shell game so that he doesn't think <laughs> he's playing linebacker, <laughs> you just can't call him a linebacker and then he's happy. That well, I think he him. also has to have a reality check now, right? It's right. It's May 16th and he's not signed, right? Right. Yeah. Well, especially because like. When he got released, like Honey Badger got released, and all these other people moved, nobody's gonna take Landon Collins over Honey Badger, right? Like it's it's not gonna happen. Honey Badger went to the Saints. I believe so. Yeah, I think yes. so. Um. Yeah, I I think mini camps are around the corner, or whatever OTAs are around the corner. Um, rookie mini camp finished. We signed a couple scrubs from there. Uh, one of the, some some random linebacker, a cornerback. Some other scrub. That's all I think, depth. Moves. I think the commanders still have cap space and they still could make it happen at, you know, a linebacker position, but uh, they may be playing the waiting game, seeing who gets released later on. Uh, you know, post one June, post June one designation is coming up 14 days or so. So, you know, maybe they do something there, but well, this time overall, last I just year think we that Bobby there's McCain, still a gap. So, yeah. There's, there's yeah. a lot of moves you can still make. Yeah, I'm just surprised that our, our fantasy football commissioner started the league up today. Did he really? Yeah, reinstated the league. I I'm like, I it, we're email. four months away there, buddy. <laughs> hey, man, it's it's fun times, fun times. It is. Uh, all right, so where do we go from the draft? Do we want to talk more commanders? Do we want to talk the schedule? Uh, yeah, we can. We can, let's touch on the schedule. Um, right. I I think the schedule release is so annoying. I really uh, give zero very shits stupid. about yeah, very the schedule release. The NFL to think we knew which something. teams they're playing, when they're actually playing them. Who cares? Right. The one thing I do I did like about the schedule release is to see what, you know, primetime games we have, and it's like what two or three games. I think we have uh, eight fifteen game against the Bears. I want to say that's a Monday night game. Maybe a Sunday night game. Maybe I think Thursday. Thursday, and then you go, and then from there you have a 4:25 game against the Colts. That's not really prime time. Prime time is against the Eagles. I think that's a Monday night game on the 14th, and then possibly your Cowboys season ender could be flexed, and your Giants early December pre-Christmas game could be flexed. Depending on the East, probably. I can probably I can see Cowboys commanders at the end getting flexed to prime time. It's just that's a big ticket yeah. game. Or it could be a Saturday game. Could be a Saturday game too, one of the one of the three. Um the schedule starts favorable. Right? Like you start against the Jaguars, the, the Lions. So it it could be the first time we go two and oh in like eleven years. It could also be very possible that we go 0-2 because the Jaguars could be a completely different team. And I think that Lions team is scarier scarier than a lot of people want to give them credit for. Um, plus, Ron's teams 
typically start slow. Start off slow. Yeah. So you could realistically, let's say, let's say you split Jaguars lines, right? One and which one. would be a fail. Which would be a fail. Right, those are two must wins. And then you go Eagles, Eagles Cowboys, Cowboys, Titans. Titans. Yeah. That's probably three two losses. Three losses. Maybe you take the Eagles. So then you're looking at what two and four. Yep. Not a then good Chicago. start. Then Chicago. That's a that's a toss up. Who knows how they'll play? And then Green Bay Colts. Loss, loss. Yep. Simple. Vikings potential loss. Eagles again. Then you got the Texans, the Falcons, the Giants. Texans and Falcons could be a switch, a toss up. Giants, Giants. The crazy thing is you have Giants, Giants. You have Giants bye week, Giants. Nothing is given uh, with this team. There are so, no wins that you can just say, yep, that's a win. There are no games so that you can say that's a win. It goes this way, right? So the Commanders are playing seven games against the bottom ten teams. So homers like us, we go, that's seven wins, right? But then all seven of those teams are looking at the Commanders, and they're circling us as a win. So you really can't say it'll go one way or the other. Yeah, the, I mean, the, the concerning part is the the schedule makers screwed over the commanders again with like your net rest and kind of the teams that you play in the back end of the season. So week 10, 13 by week, 16 and 18, those four games. Like they have 10 days rest to get ready for the commanders. And they have a three-day rest edge over us. So the Eagles, the second Giants game, the Niners, and the Cowboys have they all extra have 10 rest, days rest, 10 days rest, and it's a three-day bump over how much rest we get. Jeez, I didn't know that. Yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, it's, it's kind of BS, especially with a late buy, right, a week 14 buy, and, I mean... It's 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 Washington football. You're injured at the end of the year. I don't. I, I've yet to see it where we're not injured at the end of the year. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, what? I mean, looking at the schedule, what do you what do you think? What do you what are you realistically predicting your wins loss based off just schedule, not play, just you know, schedule. It's it's also. Strength of schedule, we have the easiest one in the league. But so do the Cowboys, the Eagles, and the Giants. One through the, four. The Cowboys are easy. taking a step back, right? Like Amari Cooper not being there. Um, Cowboys also have, have, I think, the best net rest or one of the best net rest schedules in the league. Like they, they got hooked up. This 100%, like, none of this matters. What matters is Carson Wentz's play. Yeah, 100%. If he can throw the ball downfield to Terry McLaurin, to Dotson, and Curtis Samuel is healthy, and J.D. McKissick is healthy throughout the year, this is a 10-win team, at least, in my opinion, 10 wins. If uh, Carson is mediocre up and down, kind of like where he was last year, this is, again, a seven-win team. I don't think he was mediocre up-down last year. Uh, he was down at the end of the year for those last down two at games. The, I mean, that was COVID, right? But you also, like, the truth is we have a better pass-protecting line. We've shorted up, right? We lost Sheriff. We lost Flowers. We shorted up. We got some good guys in there. We shorted up the line. I'm well, not our worried. line was top five last year, so it was exactly. never an issue. Exactly. But I'm saying we lost a couple key pieces. We replaced a couple key pieces. So I think our line With is equal better. or better talent. Yeah. Yes. I think our line is better than what the Colts had. And then the weapons. I mean, if Jahan Dotson can be, I, I don't know who you can relate him to. They, they say like Deshaun Jackson size, not necessarily speed, but like maybe like shorthandedness. Like he could be our Pierre Garçon that we had where he, he's getting all the junk balls coming his way. If he could be that guy, and then you truly do have a healthy Curtis and Terry, that's that's a scary wide receiver room. That's a fast 
wide yeah. receiver room. That's and all we're also sub four. Not even mentioning Deami Brown, right? Third round exactly. pick from last year. Mm-hmm. He was or supposed Cam to Sims. be good. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't call Cam Sims anything, right? Other than yeah, depth. Cam Sims for your fifth receiver is very good. <laughs> like, yeah. that's a great fifth receiver. Yeah. If Deami can take a step up, I mean, he's a deep threat. He's, yeah. you know, and I mean, yeah. Once, if, if you get 2017 once, MVP once, where he'll be elusive behind the, the, the line and be able to air it downfield, you, you, you have Terry. Terry, I think, can win 50-50 balls. I think John has shown in Penn State he can win 50-50 balls. You don't even need once to be pinpoint accurate. You just need him to be and this is a Scott Turner offense thing, you just need him to be relatively in the place of that receiver. Yeah. It's it's not really timing routes. It's more zone timing routes that Scott Turner does. Yeah, I mean, and, and Wentz has got a deep ball, right, which is what Scott Turner wants to do since he got here. We have the receivers to run the deep routes. Things may be clicking. This, this may be a, a pretty... You know, semi-explosive offense, right? Did you did you JD see RG three say that we're a a sleeper Super Bowl pick? He did. He said if 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 all the ifs that we literally just discussed click, right? Carson Wentz, 2017 form, your receivers become elite or or show to be elite as a group, and then your defensive line doesn't suck the way they did last year. You could essentially put it together and be a sleeper Super Bowl pick because it's a stacked roster. Of course, he said it's a stack, the most stacked roster they've had in 10 years, a.k.a. since RBC played. It was there. <laughs> yeah, but, of course. I mean, cool. it's 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 not. This is the Homer segment of the show. It's not insane to see a first place schedule last year with Heineke where you upset the Bucks and you got decimated by COVID and injury and you still got, what did we get? Seven wins. Yeah. It's not insane to say we have addressed 85% of the needs that we had quarterback being maybe a significant upgrade. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you can, no, easily it should see, be, it should be, there should be no should, reason why uh, he's not better than Heineke. But you like your your kicking thing is good. You're not gonna have Heineke making kind of like rookie mistakes, like not diving headfirst in the end zone or whatever happened against the the Green Bay game. A lot of those giveaways that we had in some of those close games, you would if you assume they they fall in our favor, you can go from seven wins to adding another five and having an eleven win team. An eleven win team in the East, that's that's winning the division. That's a that's hosting a playoff game. Yeah, I could see it. I could see it. How many games do you think Heineke is going to play? Uh, four to six. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if that guy's proven anything, he's proven that he's a serviceable quarterback. He can come in and win a game. He can win two. He can win more. I mean, you know. I would say that you have maybe one of the best backup QBs in the league. Right. He's borderline starter caliber. Yeah, I'm, that's what I'm saying. You have somebody that, you know, can at least squeak out seven wins if he has to. Yeah. But Carson hasn't been injured um, the past, what, two, three seasons since the Super Bowl. Really, he hasn't been injured. Serious injuries. No, I well, mean, he hasn't had to miss time. Yeah. I mean, he had like the, the double sprained ankle at the start of last year on yeah. the Colts, but. I mean, I think I think this can be an offense where you see very close to MVP wins. I think at a very minimum, this is finally a year where there are no excuses, right? Yes. Ron has no excuses as yes. to why he shouldn't win and win now. So it'll be fun to watch. Um, it's you know it's going to creep around here soon, right? Camp's going to be back. Um, you know all those all those things. So. It'll be fun, fun time of year. Let's pivot to the caps. Oh, 
first round upset or you know as a as a dc fan right it's an upset don't care if they're an eight versus a one we had it's not an it's it's upsetting it was not an upset yes we had it mojo gets that damn goal open net goal game what was it you go up three one you go up three one four game four three one series over yep missed it missed it and then you have the lead and we, what we know about five, and you have it's the all lead about momentum six. we lost some momentum i don't think got we it back lost in spurts the momentum i think we lost so that was game four game five you had a lead and you dropped it game six you had a three game three goal lead dropped it dropping the leads hurts a lot of that can literally be pinned on carlson carlson is was probably was a liability on defense if you change that piece out and you add in a better goaltender goalkeeper and then you add just a little bit more speed this team still with a great core with elite talent can still go far so we were having a spirited debate earlier today. <laughs> you have faith in the GM, Brian McClellan. Yes. I am starting to lose faith in Brian McClellan. GMBM. You can't lose faith in GMBM. I felt like at the deadline last year, we needed to make a move at goalkeeper. And we didn't. You then corrected me and said, well, we went after Marc-Andre Fleury. But at he didn't want to come here because of because of what him and Rivalry. Ovi have beef. No, he's just he was a penguin for so long, and he's so like it, it would have been weird. I I agree. So what? But that's what he said. That that's it's a sport. That's the commanders saying like, hey Zeke, we want you, and Zeke's like, mm, no, I'm a Cowboys. I'm a Cowboy. Put your big pants on. You get paid <laughs> to play the sport. I, I agree. <laughs> I agree. But I mean, it's not. That's not on Brian McClellan. It's Where not. did Mark Andre Fleury end up? The Minnesota Wild, I want to say, or did the he, Dallas Stars, one of those two. I think the Wild. Did he play? He did play. He was okay. He wasn't uh, Venza winner 2017 Vegas Mark Andre Fleury, but he was still good. Not 20, yeah. sorry, not 2017, 2020, last year. Two years ago. Yeah. Either way, I just felt like they needed to make a move, and they didn't. Um. My point is, we were GM, GMBM is a Stanley a good Cup GM. champion, but three years ago, it's was it three it's or four not years ago easy. It's not like the NFL, where but it's you haven't gotten out of the first round since. Neither, then. neither has the Penguins. The Penguins haven't won as recent as we have. They won the cup in 2017. <laughs> okay, so year a year before us. Yeah, but what I'm saying is. It's the same exact thing with them that it is with us. It's it's a, a talented core that's going up in age. It's hard to keep them together, right? But what's happening is GMBM is keeping our core together. There's no risk that you lose Ovi, Kuzi, Oshi, Wilson, Backstrom. Backstrom might be injured. He might retire. That might be something that comes down the pipe. But for for the most part, your core is there, and your young rookie core is also there, right? We had, what, 10 to 12 rookies score That's a point a good mix. at the start of the season. That's right? true. Snively, yeah. Sherry, Connor McMichael. You have a lot of young guys that are real ice time ready to come in. So we're, we're two or three small tweaks away, right? Shore up the defense, get a veteran goalie in. You can easily be – I'm not going to say we'll be President Cup winners next year. I'm not going to say we're going to be the best team in the league. But you you should be able to easily win the Metro. You should be e- able to easily easily get to the playoffs and be competitive moving forward. I mean, no I team – We were competitive in the playoffs this year. We were against the, uh, a significantly better team, the best team in the league, the President Cup trophy winners. Yeah, but how many times do we see the President Cup trophy winners lose in the first round? I mean, especially the Panthers, right? They haven't won a series since. Right, but like, I mean, whatever. 
2016-2017, guess who the President Cup winners were? The Caps. Caps. They lost to the Penguins. Happens. Well, didn't happen this year. <laughs> I the, the the point is, playoff hockey, compared to any other playoff sport, factors in luck more than anything else. Right? That's true. Like, like you look at and Dallas momentum. and Phoenix. You look at Dallas and Phoenix game seven. That wasn't luck that made Dallas curb stomp the stuns. That was Luca being like, F you Booker. I'm I'm gonna take over and, and dominate. It was it was a it was a one man show, essentially. And somehow Dinwiddie decided to to drop thirty. I don't I don't understand that either. Dinwiddie's <laughs> a good player and Yeah, he's a good player you know, when you have a Luca next to you. Yeah, but that's the same thing with he, the Caps. He had a Beal all next these, to him here. All our, all, but the thing with the Caps, all our guys are good when you have Ovi on the ice, when you have Kuzi on the ice, when you have Wilson on the ice. We did I, we did amazing for a team that was a wild second wild card against a first place team without Wilson, without with an injured backy. I mean, well, I mean Ovi was injured right before the, the start of the playoffs. Ovi was so injured right before. You don't know if he was 100. percent Exactly. I I think. You you the fan base can't look at this and be like, oh my god, we haven't gotten out of the first in four years. You can't look at it that way. It's not. It's 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 the equivalent of looking at Aaron Rodgers and the Packers and be like, they can never they can't get to the Super Bowl anymore. Would you complain if your team yeah. was the Packers and they were just getting win after win after win and always in the playoffs? You wouldn't complain. Yeah, I mean, you're walking me off the ledge, but I'm still what 72 hours. Removed from. Oh crap! We have oh, it, zero it DC it sports teams. That's and that's competing for anything right now. That's what hurts isn't that the caps are str- like struggled. The the painful part was crap. Now I have nothing until September. <laughs> yeah, absolutely nothing. Like I have DC United on right now, like a an old, I guess earlier today DC United game. Me FP has DC United <laughs> on TV right now. That's all you need to know. Yeah. Today is uh, a perfect day to podcast because there's zero sports on. And MLB is not a sport. It's an activity. Exactly right. I'm, some we're, we're playing a team wearing pink. I don't. Are we the ones wearing pink? I don't know what's happening. I mean, it's a Cherry Blossoms, DC United <laughs> version. And then, yeah, yeah then there's the Nationals. <laughs> so there is DC sports happening. The Nationals, the Nationals are not count. playing a sport. They are uh, showing up and getting punched in the mouth every time. Yeah. It's literally a bunch of guys plus Juan Soto. 8-1 or something when I last looked today. They lost, right? Sure. Almost positive they did. I don't even have to check. They have like 10 wins on the season? I think 11. Yep. They lost 2-8. to Nice. 12 wins. 12 and 25. Yeah, I mean, that's another team where, as a fan, management change is okay with me. Because they were in the in the World Series a few years ago. They let Harper walk. They let Rondon walk. I mean, but if, then they if traded. I'm, if I'm not Turner. mistaken, this this is an on-purpose rebuild that we're doing. This was a, we yeah. got, we got, we, we won it in 2019. But we're not going to be able to afford where there's no salary cap DC. Like, I mean, come on. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, from you can, from everything, you can say COVID screwed the, the nationals over, blah, from blah, everything blah. I pretended to listen to Joe and Steve talk about back in the day. This is this is an on purpose rebuild struggle bus rebuild. Right. This yeah, isn't a, a three year rebuild. Right. But who what fan wants to wait three years until their team's competitive again? If you got your if you got your way and we got rid of uh, Brian McClellan for the Caps, guess what would happen? You'd have a three year rebuild. You would ruin Ovi's chance to steal the all time goal scorer. You'd break up the core and we'd be a three year rebuild. If if that, maybe even more. Yeah, true. I don't know. I'm just impatient. I mean, me too. I mean, and that's where you look at like the Wizards, right? And they're what what draft pick did they end up with? The draft lottery is tomorrow. I yeah. think they've got like a 14% chance of landing a top four pick. <laughs> this is not bad, but. I mean, it's, it's bad when we're going to use it on a white Eastern European guy. 
That's exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> and it's not going to be Luka Doncic part two. No, yeah. It's going to be – and it doesn't matter what pick it is. One through four. <laughs> it yep. doesn't matter. It'll be number one pick, and we'll still get an Eastern European. Tommy Shepard, I don't understand why people give him any credit. The guy is Ernie Grunfeld 2.0. Um, at the beginning mm. of the season, I gave him a little bit of credit when we were like 10-2 and two and everything was working well and – and Wes Unseld was coaching the team, and everyone was happy. That fell apart so fast. And are you, you, see are you on board with Wes still? Do you give him one more year? Yeah, of course, because it's his, it's his first year. He's a rookie, first-time coach. Mm-hmm. you got to give him some time. Son's, son's first-time coach last year went pretty far. <laughs> yeah, I mean... <laughs> I mean. Granted, we don't have a CP, CP3 or a Booker, but... I mean, CP3 is 37 or 38 years old. And they're going to run it back. The Suns are going to run it back. They're going to do it all over again. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Well, either way, this has been one of the, the best NBA postseasons in forever. Because I 100%. there's finally, finally, finally some damn parody in the league. Yes. Because yes. LeBron is old. Yes. Because KD is not the same KD. Because James Harden is plus 50 pounds. Yes. I would love, love to see a Dallas-Miami finals. I don't think Dallas is going to beat Golden State. Me either. Steph is too good. Clay is too good. Draymond is still good. I think they're a better team. Um, And I think Luka's going to run out of gas. He's literally a one-star team. Spencer Dinwiddie, as good as he played Game Seven, you can't expect that from him. Uh, for well, Luca, Luca versus Jimmy Butler would be it would be fun. It would be fun. Also, props to Luca. I, I mean, think, he, I think he has an off wins. season of drinking hookah and like beaches. <laughs> he gives every man in the world hope. hope. <laughs> he really does. Hundred percent. Yeah. If Luca can do it, I could turn around and run a marathon in a couple months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's incredible. Uh, he's to me, he's top three NBA players today. Wow, top um, three? Top yeah, I don't three? Know who to put in front of him? Giannis? Steph. Okay, Giannis, Steph. KD still? No. No. Embiid? No. Jimmy Butler? No. I'd go Luke over all of them. Today, yeah. Ja Morant? He's he's good, but I mean this team is also twenty and six without him. Just <laughs> insane to think uh your best there's player. Some, there's some young guns out there. Luka I mean that is- was kind of the same narrative with John Wall a little bit, right? When he yeah. went out. We went on a run, and everyone's like, oh, maybe we're better without John Wall. I feel bad for Ja because he, he's a bowler, but for whatever reason, the team is just better without him. John Wall just uh, revealed that he had the Wizards tattoo added to his sleeve, the Wizards jersey. He did that recently, or he did that while he was a Wizard? I think he did that recently. I'd love to see him back. I would love for John Wall to come back. And Bradley Beal to be gone. Yeah, I'm done with Beal. I'm done with him. And it has he'll nothing get, to do with Beal. It has nothing to do with Beal the player. It has a lot to do with Beal the leader. I just, yeah, he's not gonna. We've tried it with Beal. We've tried it as him being the number one guy, and it hasn't worked out. He's not a number one guy. But you can let him walk. But then what? Then what do you do? Who are you gonna get? Right, no one wants to come to DC. You think you think one, the city sucks, even though we've lived here our whole entire lives. <laughs> we still think the city's not that great, right? As a sports town, like everyone is just complains, right? Everyone bitches because you're not good enough. Um, no one shows up to games on time. Traffic sucks. You yeah. know, there's just there's a lot of things that just don't make it appealing. Like we should be a top market team, but we're not. The crazy thing is, if the commanders turn it around, let's say, hypothetical world, 
the Commanders dominate this coming season. Undefeated. Take it from the Dolphins. The 72 Dolphins win the Super Bowl. It would then start like a domino effect with all the other sports. 100%. If the Commanders dominate, you see every single fan that much more interested in the Caps, that much more interested in the Nationals, in in the Wizards. It's a domino effect. Just like when the Caps won, right, and then the Nats won, I mean, it got decimated by COVID, but that that from Caps to Nats, the city the city was electric. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Yep. And then and COVID you, and, and politics. And you had the, the Bruce Allen removal at that same time. Like all three, like high like highs that we, we were had all was, on high. Yeah. 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 I don't think you could say the same about. I mean, this. Originally, this was a basketball town, right? Like, Washington, D.C. is a basketball place. Um, a lot of, like, AAU if You're ball, saying originally, like, this, like, the 70s. No, I'm just saying, like, it, at its core, right? Like, at even, core, like, our... football town. No, but if you look at, like, AAU basketball, right? We produce a lot of NBA talent yeah, in yeah, this yeah. area. You, you mean the, the the citizens of this area, we, we are a, a top-tier basketball producing town yes like the, the south region. like like alabama and florida produce football players we produce basketball players yep yeah yeah that's what i'm saying right like if we if the wizards if the wizards had like a you know golden state run or like you know all of a sudden just became a, a top team yeah i think then all your georgetown it, studs and, and everybody start farming into the wizards yeah, but it wouldn't it wouldn't have the same domino effect like the Commanders winning? No, no, nothing would. Yeah, nothing. I mean, I, real estate prices would go up if the Commanders win. Like they they would completely turn the region around. Yeah. What about Landover? <laughs> <laughs> With the I, exception of Landover, Maryland. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. This is all uh, hypothetical because in reality, seven wins. We're 15, 20 years away from getting another championship. Seven wins. Seven wins for the Commanders. Across all four sports, major sports. Even even take minor sports. Like, D.C. United sucks. Right, and they used to be dominant, right? When the team, when the league was like six teams. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I'll, I'll put it this Washington way. Spirit, maybe. I don't think the Capitals are ever not in contention to win the Cup. The I mean, Capitals, if you, if you mean they're not, they're in the playoffs every year. Sure. No, I like they would be. What's an NFL team that's always in the playoffs? Steelers, maybe. The Bills. Sure, Steelers would be a good example. Yeah. A team that always makes the playoffs and is always eliminated in the first or second round. <laughs> but always have that potential to surprise you, to go further. I mean, did anyone think that the Steelers this year had potential? No. Did anyone think the Caps this year had potential? No. No. So exactly. But you you take that same Steelers team without Big Ben and you give them anybody else. Possible. Very possible. Because it's a, it's a solid foundation, well coached, good good ownership, good fan base. Small well, we'll tweaks this year, can change right? it. Yeah. Small they tweaks can change Brisky it. Mr. and and the rookie. Pick it right. Yeah. Pick it. Small tweaks can change a lot when you have a solid foundation. Yeah, but nothing Capitals jazzes up a fan base like a big tweak. Like a, a firing fan, a of a GM. Base, a fan base that's desperate for wins. Capitals aren't desperate for wins. You might be desperate for wins. <laughs> I'm desperate for deep playoff runs. You're desperate to just have more reason to sit in the main cave, drink, and watch sports until 1230. <laughs> I'm desperate for yeah, a team that's playing late May, June, um a summer that, you know, yeah. is exciting because your football team's great. I think you know, baseball I think that, baseball games are the most boring thing in the world, longest crap on TV. When the Nationals were deep in the playoffs, I couldn't get enough of those games. I wanted it to last 6 hours. Yeah. yeah. Heart palpitations and all. 
two two bowls, twelve beers, whatever. <laughs> Hookah bowls. Well, isn't that a normal Friday night? Yeah. I went through three bowls during the Caps game on Friday. <laughs> One per period. <laughs> One per period. I was smoking like my life depended on it. So who do you got winning the cup this year? Abs, 100%. Colorado. They they swept the Preds. They're, they're, they'll dominate anybody that comes out of the East. Who do you got in the East? Unfortunately... It might be Tampa. I'm thinking Tampa. I don't think Florida gets past the second round. They've got the firepower. They do. But, again, this Caps team gave them a run for their money, and we had no business doing that. There's a lot better teams. Yeah, but we had playoff experience, right? True. Veterans, the best player in hockey. There's a lot of things that were going the Caps' way. Yeah. They still had no business winning the series. No business. No business making it as close as it was. Who do you got in the NBA? I mean, I want, like I said, I want Dallas, Miami. It's probably Golden State, Miami. I don't know. Boston might upset Miami. I, I think it's Boston, Golden State. I'm not. A, I'm not mad at that. That's a. That's a pretty solid matchup. I don't want Boston to win any more. Any more championships. Agreed. Agreed. I don't want Golden State to win anymore, though. And I don't like Tatum, either. He's a good basketball player. I don't like him. I don't know you know why. what? Actually, I, I retract that. I wouldn't mind seeing Steph get another championship without KD, overcoming all the injuries that him and Clay and everybody had. I'd be okay seeing Golden State get another ring. I I like the way that Golden State was built mm-hmm. originally. And then yeah, KD the, messed it up, but I like how they kept it together after KD left. Yeah, like, it was like a KD experiment. It went away, but now it's like the classic Back Golden to State. what it was right yeah. before KD, yeah. I'm, I'm I like good Golden at that. State, um, but I, I would like, like to see Luka win. Yeah, I mean, what I really want... I just think, want, don't think they have enough firepower there. What I really want is two Game 7 Conference Finals. That's yeah. what I want. When did the, the Conference Finals start? Tomorrow? Tomorrow. Tomorrow's Boston, Miami, I believe. And then the next day. They're alternating days, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. And when do the uh, NHL playoffs round two start? Also tomorrow, I think. Yeah, it's also a good time of year just because, you know, once you get over Washington being out, you can kind of watch and uh, just be free. Tomorrow is Watch Lightning, Panthers, Blues, Avalanche. Those are two really good games. I think the Lightning crushed the Panthers tomorrow. Yeah, I don't know. It'll be fun to watch. Sorry, I was getting a smoke in. Uh, yeah, I think... Uh, uh, that's it for the show, right? There's not much more to cover. We might do some kind of training camp podcast. See you in a month and a half, something like that. <laughs> Fourth of yeah, July show. Yeah, I don't show. know about you, but I keep I keep thinking every time I think Commanders, I keep just thinking Commanders, and I think that right. name's just gonna stick with them. I, everyone Washington on Twitter Commanders. is starting to call them the Durs. The Durs. The Durs. Lurch calls them the. Uh, uh, the Manders. No, the Manders. The Manders. Better than Durs. Yeah, I don't know. Commanders. Just sticking to me. <laughs> James Bradbury's coming here. Uh, I think we're going to yeah. have a pig mascot. A hog mascot. Some military-dressed hog-looking, riding-a-tank idiot. Is going to be our mascot. Someone will get offended at that. Cops, fat people. I don't know. Military personnel. And, you know, 95% I'm, of the DMV. I'm, I'm sick of the, the, the take command hashtag. I'm sick of. That's I'm gone. sick of Washington it's football HTCC tonight. Now. I'm sick of Washington football tonight being called command center. It's so cheesy. It's it's so cheesy. Command the draft. Washington football. Was it? Washington football team. Yeah. 
was it? I think so. I will rock. I, I still like the uniforms. I'll rock my Washington football team hoodie. It to me, it's ageless. I got some uh, Commanders gear. The and, W's uh, growing on me. I know. I like it. it. I need. You know what's weird? This is a small tangent. Nobody listens to the show, anyways. You can't get the white or black jerseys yet. It's not available on Nike or the NFL site or Fanatics. You can only get the burgundies. You can't see them, order them, pre-buy them, nothing. Is it like, are we waiting for Tanya Snyder to sew them all? I don't wait. What's <laughs> waiting for China to manufacture them. I, I don't understand it. Like I, I want to see the black Jersey in person. I want to see the white Jersey. But Where would you see them in person anyways? I mean, you'll probably buy the white Jersey the second it's available. Where would you see them in person anyways? When somebody buys them. Oh, like save on the street. Yeah, or like go to the store. I, I can't fathom going to the, what is it called now? The, <laughs> the command center? Store? I don't know. <laughs> the Pentagon? I don't know. Like, what do you call it? <laughs> is, there store, is there a store still at like Fair Oaks Mall? I mean, I've ne- I haven't I've, been to a mall since I was like 14. Exactly. Outside of going for like a restaurant. I used to only go and go to the Redskins store. Yeah. And then you get an Auntie Anne's pretzel because it's right next door. Yep. (laughs) Except the store kept moving, which was annoying. They move (laughs) it from one side of the mall to the other. It's true. Good times. Good times. Let's put a bow on the show. Um, Any final thoughts? I lost a lot of money over the weekend, and I need to recoup all of it (laughs) during this coming week. You lost a lot of money doing what? Bets. My bets did not hit. It's about time because every time you send me a <laughs> screenshot, it's like, oh, I just won 200 bucks. My bets. I'm like, yeah, I won six bucks. Hit. I wanted to take the upset of Dallas over the Suns, and everybody told me I was stupid. So you didn't take it, or you took I it on a parlay? Did not take it. I took it on a parlay, but it was with the Bucks <laughs> over Boston. I took it on a parlay with the Bucks as well. <laughs> that would have been a nice one. It would have been. All right. Good show. Better. I never win. So tune in to defeating the curse on all podcast uh, platforms that you use. Nobody listens. <laughs> Just Google it. You'll find it. We it's have a website. Are... Defeatthecurse.com. Is that still our website? Do we do we pay for the domain? It's it's <laughs> auto registered on my card, and when my card expires in 2025, that's when we'll lose the site. So. <laughs> All right, well, defeating the curse. We're still cursed. Caps suck, but they're better than all the other DC teams. We are out.